0: Hello my friends and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the fifth day of July. I am Paul White. I hope if you are, uh, if you're in the United States and this was the uh, 4th of July week, uh, Independence Day week celebration, I hope that uh, you had a wonderful holiday, three day weekend for many people. And I hope that you celebrated safely and enjoyed your time and your family and your friends and the summertime, I'm living in the south in, in North Georgia, and of course it's hot, and uh, we could use a little rain from time to time, which is odd in a sea in a part of the world that gets a, a lot of rain and sometimes a uh, more rain than anywhere else uh in the US, at least it was that way a year or so ago. So um anyhow, whatever you're going through and whatever your weather looks like in your and the world that you live in, and I'm just praying that you are full of meaning, enjoying the life that Christ has given you through his his life, his death, his resurrection, and that you are letting that influence every area of your life. I mean honestly if who we are in Christ is not influencing every area of our life. Aren't we just talking? You know, it's, it's, it's one thing to talk about God. It's one thing to argue theology or, or come up with theory. But it's another thing to live this. And I'm so thankful that we get to live the life of God on the earth and watch that life influence everything in our life. Sometimes we need reminded of it. I think that's the key of today's text. We're in 2 Timothy chapter 1, continuing our journey in Paul's two final letters of his life, and both of them to the young pastor, Timothy. Uh, And in verse 6, I'm sorry, yes, verse 6 of chapter 1 of 2 Timothy, "...therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands." Now, we talked about this a little bit in the first letter, because if you'll recall, 1 Timothy chapter 1, he told Timothy something very similar. I'm sorry, not chapter 1, chapter 4. He told him something very similar when he said, don't neglect the gift that's in you, which was given to you by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the eldership. And we spent some time there talking about gifts, or the gifts of the Spirit, or the gifts and talents that you have that are given to you by God that you do not earn, you do not... Um, You do not make them better because you live a certain way, Um, but you do learn to use them. You do learn what appreciating them looks like, and you do realize that they are not of yourself. As Paul told the Ephesians, that grace is a gift of God. It's not of yourself, lest any man should boast. And there's no room for boasting because we didn't do anything about it. We spent time on that. It's worth reiterating again as we get here. I want to remind you, though, that it is yours to stir up, which means that there are latent things in you given by the Holy Spirit that are your responsibility to stir up, to bring out, because you practice. And practice is something that a lot of times people shy away from that word in their Christian walk because practice obviously entails failure. You, you have practice. If you're on a team, you baseball, football, whatever, and you have practice, you practice so that you can perform. You practice so that you get the plays right, that you don't mess them up. But part of practice is messing them up. That's why you're having practice. So you don't get the play right for 20 times in a row, or you get it right a little bit, and then you get it really wrong. But it's, the, it's not the right that helps. It's the getting it wrong that helps. It's the seeing new wrinkles in the play or having someone do something you didn't expect and see how you react. That's practice. Part of our Christian practice comes from hebrews 5 where we're told that spiritual maturity is the discernment between good and evil well you gotta that 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 word there is practice you've got to practice to know the difference and how do you do that you fail and as you fail you start to realize where you failed and you start to fix it i think stirring up the gift of god's the same way by practicing the gift, by practicing what it is that God has given us, we realize a lot of things that don't work. What I'm starting to realize now in middle age and now about 30 years nearly into ministry is that a lot of the things from my past that I've sort of bemoaned and wailed over and said, oh gosh, why'd I do that? Or that was stupid. Or I wish I'd go back and fix that. A lot of those things Um, I didn't see this at the time, but a lot of them served as practice. They were the mistakes I was making. The problem is is that you're making them on platforms and you're making them in leadership roles and you're making them uh, helping, trying to help people or counsel people and you don't realize that you're messing up. And so really, um, your past, the things you wish you could get rid of or, or fix or change or hadn't done, can serve as sort of a practice because you're stirring up the things you know. So a lot of the things I'm using now In my own ministry, my own giftings, the ability to bring out a text or to dig into something that I haven't seen in a while and go back and incorporate it into something the Lord's showing me now or to take stories from my life and ministry and past and put them in where I am. A lot of those things, and that's part of my gift, come because the practice I had of getting it wrong for so long. I'm saying this to encourage you in in the area of using and 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 understanding the things God's given you don't be discouraged if you're not good at it it's not a matter we 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 sometimes think gifts means gifted and when we think of gifted people we think of people that are exceptionally good at what they do and that's fine I, I don't think that definitions inappropriate I just think It doesn't necessarily define stirring up the gift. Um, To be gifted is to have a gift, yes. But we think of gifted as exceptional talent, like above the fray, something that um, people can just naturally do. But to stir up the gift in you means you take what God has given you And you begin to learn how to cultivate it and learn how to use it. And it doesn't mean you don't add your intelligence or your work to it. It it doesn't mean that at all. In fact, I think that's exactly what it means. You do add your own twist and your own spin to it and you practice. And so whatever it is you feel like the Father has placed in you, is doing in you, I encourage you, practice, stir it up. And if you fail, don't be discouraged and think that you're a failure. You just failed. You still have the gifts that God gave you, and it's time to use them. And you you have to temper them. Sometimes you have to control them in ways that, or have them controlled in ways that uh, are beyond your control. Beyond your control, uh, but that's okay too because there are uh, there are times and places, and you learn that, and that's part of the practice as well. Um, it was given to Timothy by the laying on of hands. Essentially, Paul prayed and prophesied over Timothy, this thing that came out of him. And maybe that's happened to you. And even if it hasn't, that doesn't negate the gifts of God. God does it his way. Believe me, he does it his way, not just man's way. (laughs) Tomorrow, we talk about one of the most famous verses in the New Testament. And um, if you think I'm being hyperbolic or overdoing it, I don't think you'll think so when you hear it. We'll read it tomorrow. It's the next verse in the sequence. We'll see you then. God bless.